0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am Jeremy, I'm one third of your host. I ain't gonna do all these AKAs because girls, who have
1: time, so I'll throw it to we my... We trying co- to get to the dragon ASAP!
0: You know yeah. what? Alright, cancel this episode. This is-
1: <laughs> hey everybody, it's Candice, and you know where to find me on social media at this point. Uh, I don't have any AKAs. We want to get into the bullshit because... We add a new show to the lineup, so I'm gonna throw it on over to Curtis, and then we're gonna get to getting it.
2: What's up, y'all? My name is Curtis, but I go I'm going by Lyrica G on this episode. You know what? All ASAP. Right. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but yes, we have a new show for you guys. But we're going to get into our usual bullshit, and we're starting with Black Ink Crew, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. We start with Black Ink crew. i uh, so they're in Cleveland, but kind of outside of Cleveland. They're staying in Cleveland. That house is in Bratton, it's off the lake. Um come on, give us the ge-
2: geography lesson. Come through I, our resident engineer.
1: Come I know, hey, but these motherfuckers, first <laughs> off, <laughs> Let's, I want to, uh, before, before we get to Dragon seas, because nothing really significant happened except for the shit with Kitty and seas, Tati and Teddy, and then Donna and introducing Alex to her parents and her friends. And while they was at Scorchers in Bedford, some of the best wings I've ever had in my whole goddamn life. I ain't even being funny, but why Alex, why were you acting so creepy? Scary,
2: not even creepy, scary. Like
1: you was mad relaxed when you talking to her mom. This little ass may have possibly been on crack before looking white man walk in with a throwback jersey on and a too big fitted hat. And now all of a sudden you scary and can't answer questions.
2: Listen, he walked in there
1: looking
2: like John Malkovich. Like, what is you scared about? Like you oh
0: ain't my on the my whole
1: God. Like, like you ain't on
0: the whole internet in a video bussing her da- busting his daughter down in the bathroom stall. Like sir, you should have no I'm shame saying. at this point.
1: Nigga walked in looking like a, a bitch Eminem from eight mile. Mm-hmm. Like what <laughs> are <bitch> you? Mouth. <laughs> What are you? What was the problem? Like you couldn't answer questions. First of all, you and Donna have primarily been living together since the start of y'all relationship when that nigga put her out that apartment, that crazy one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Y'all have been living together since then. You have been paying, Donna, you have been paying a majority of the bills while his back was in hell, while it was low as a limbo fucking bar. What is there to explain at this point? Why don't your parents know any of this? <laughs>
2: like, nigga, like, what is you scared about? You scared to talk to this white man after you, your back has just been repaired, okay? Your back was like a motherfucking sidekick, too. Mm. And now you back to mm. full strength. Mm. What are you scared about? Mm. You should have no shame at this point. To the point where None. you can't even answer questions. They, ask, they just trying to have a regular conversation with your ass.
0: You up here fidgeting like your back still broke. I don't and understand. you turn Alex. around and
2: walk away every time. Like, what you think that looked like? Maybe if you were up scared of answering questions wrong or having them not like you, you think walking away when they're asking you questions directly to your face is going to make a good impression?
1: Yeah, it was weird. It was the bozo weird. assery oh, yeah. is
2: just... What I will say is I find it interesting that all the women and Donna family are built like dinosaurs. Mm. And then all the mm-hmm. men are built like Twizzlers, even the mm. white men. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, and they all clearly like the same shit. But Everyone yes you know, men like them, a thick ass woman.
1: Uh, and her little brother, as he could be. Mm. Did y'all pay attention? Little the little one that
0: cute. walked in with the dad?
1: Yeah. He's a little cutie pie. Donna seemed to come from a very decent family. Why y'all ain't take that little bitch to get that side tooth fixed yet?
2: Listen, mm. and I swear that bitch is shuffling. It got to be moving. Mm. It, it I, listen, because I mm. listen every time I look, I'm like, is is it on the other side? Like, do y'all not remember which tooth to take out? <laughs> <laughs> listen, ring around the toothy. Like, goddamn,
0: ring around R- around the toothy.
1: the
0: toothy. Never change, Curtis. Never change. I'm
2: just saying <laughs> that tooth gets around. Mm. Or that rather right <laughs> call
3: that
0: call that tooth tooth.
3: Okay.
0: Toothpock, in if you will.
2: Listen.
3: Uh, okay. Too
0: far. Okay, cool. All right. No, but
1: it's, yeah. Fine. Yeah, it's no, fine. fine. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine, friend.
0: Listen. Be a piece of shit. Mm. Listen.
1: Well, you no, was gonna do really that anyways, because that's I just how you are.
3: Yeah. I
0: was <laughs> gonna wait till you
2: got there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. But I have a little bit more to say about Alex before we move on um i would like for alex to get a new makeup artist for his confessionals because he
1: looked a fucking mess why listen why is rihanna gave us fenty for a reason for a
2: reason yes a
1: reason let me tell you even morphe has come out with a line of foundations with many many shades with the with the starting price being sixteen dollars, you have no excuse for your None. face not to match your neck. Okay, for you to be on that you camera looking it, like you
2: was melting, looking like
1: Lil Richard. <laughs> Why are you on there looking like Lil Richard <laughs> at the makeup? <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline face-ass boy. What's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? You know that picture on Twitter where they was like this lady at her funeral when she was upright? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh they do. The yes. casket funeral. There with her, uh, <laughs> with her ah, time bag. Yes. <laughs> like, you was looking yes.
2: casket-sharp, Alex. Why? <laughs> Why? why why did y'all do that to him did- look like he got rigor mortis for real <laughs> listen yeah. i mean he looked he did- like a light-skinned skinny trick daddy in the face like why y'all did that to that man mm. he already ugly right sorry it's like he to already got man. a he
0: mm, sorry, no, to sorry to, sorry to my that-
2: eyes <laughs> <laughs> fuck the man
0: <laughs> sorry to that back of foundation because goddamn
2: Mm. i was like y'all ain't have to do that man like that he look a Alex
1: look like when back in the day when they used to try to say every darker woman wore uh nw45
2: (laughs) (laughs) he looked like a night after some taco bell (laughs) like damn
0: Mm. you know, that is an ugly nigga and and the makeup does not do him
2: any favors Mm mm it's like y'all,
0: I know big fish. I know y'all big fish. I know y'all budget is is big enough. So it ain't y'all...
2: even the budget cuz they get it right sometimes. It ain't the they they have fuck it. Uh whoever they have on staff is the problem. Okay? It ain't the budget. They clearly have the budget. But y'all don't have the right makeup artists. It's too many it's too many women that know how to do hell, gays, women everything in between. It's too many people that know how to do makeup for y'all to have somebody on staff that got people looking like this. Mm. Absolutely. And Donna, you ain't no real bitch because I know you saw him and you you didn't tell him he looked a fucking mess and wash that shit off his face. Well, I mean, here, she be looking a fucking mess. So, I mean...
0: That's true. Well, now that now... You're right. Now
1: the the material has presented itself you're just right. now. You're right. Okay, mm. thank you, Jeremy. So, so, hey, listen.
3: It's why I'm here Even
1: your... Even your uh, even your ancient ass uh, be hitting it on the head sometimes.
0: I mean, I just look at the material.
1: She do look a fucking mess. Yeah. She, her time. wigs be a mess?
2: Everything.
0: Her wigs be a mess?
1: But
2: everything. wigs a mess? Her everything mess? From the, the rooter to the toother, she be looking fashions, a mess. You know
3: what? Fuck Curtis. <laughs> I don't want to know too. I knew you were going to say it. I was no, just worried about it. The,
1: there's the show title. Thank you. <laughs> Brought that one on yourself, friend. From the Naruta to the Toothah. Mm. I liked it.
0: Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. I was just worried about it. Damn,
2: she looked a fucking mess. Like She,
3: she do. do.
0: She do. Oh, man. Right, speaking of a mess, I, well, I don't want to. So. Did her ex that popped up at at the place? Did she remind y'all of um what's the girl mama name from uh Love and Hip Hop New York? <laughs> uh,
1: oh, uh, the baby mama.
0: Yeah, uh, Samantha's mama. Samantha's mama.
1: Yeah. Did did this kind of remind you of her? Yeah, she did. She I, did. Mm,
0: she know oh. how to pick them. I tell you
2: what. I mean, she just looked like Donatello to me. So what? All right.
3: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Turtle power.
1: And, and Donna, de- <laughs> Donna definitely looked like a dirty master splinter.
3: <laughs> no,
2: hmm. she way too big for be master splinter. You know who she is. I ain't got to say it because I use this joke multiple times. But y'all know what she looked like.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, good look, everybody. No nah, bad look. Just, just say it to. <laughs> <laughs> Donna look like Bebop and/or <laughs> <The> <laughs> and or Rocksteady. Depending, depending on the day,
3: depending <laughs> on the,
2: the tooth,
0: depends on the wig, <laughs> the, which the wig and whatever side of her the,
2: of her mouth the tooth is on. That listen, that shit be moving. I don't give a fuck what nobody saying
0: it be moving like Michael Jackson. I tell you what, smooth tooth indeed.
2: Nah, oh, ain't no tooth. What you keep saying tooth? <laughs> we keep saying tooth. It's the lack of tooth that's the problem. <laughs>
1: Y'all get on my nerves.
2: Anyway, what else happened? (laughs) Shit. I told y'all, every time there ain't much that happened, the jokes just be all over the place. What else happened on the
3: show?
2: I mean, we look at the material.
3: I'm tired of looking at
2: the
0: material. My eyes (laughs) (laughs)
3: hurt.
1: So, so listen, I just want to say, what y'all saw Donna and her family doing on that barbecue grill is not indicative of what we be doing. (laughs) I was like, where are the hot dog buns? Where are the buns? Where's, where's buns? the seasoning? Where is the you just throwing hamburger patties on the grill, not unseasoned in every fucking thing? That is not <laughs> what we do in Cleveland. I don't know, you know, like we said, look at the material. They look a mess. So look that a hot
0: ass damn mess. mm. and listen I ain't gonna I I ain't ain't trust none of that food I was like y'all braves. well I mean a lot of y'all look like y'all don't bathe so I can't expect much but I wouldn't trust that fucking food
2: I mean it's not that her family looks all that bad it's just like y'all clearly don't know what y'all doing on this show and the shows but it mm. I was like, "Oh, whole, whole family got matching FUPAs. It was, it was just a lot. <laughs> it was a lot
0: yeah. The family that FUPAs together. Well, I don't know. I, whatever.
1: I should have known her dad was white because her last name is Lombardi.
3: Wait, that's what? Her,
1: Donna Lombardi. That's her last name. It's mm. a very, very typical white last name, uh, especially mm. in Cle- coming out of Cleveland. So I'm, I'm not shocked at all that her dad is white. Now that we I did I did not I think back that. on it, but mm. yes, just that. Um, I've got some choice words for Sky. Mm.
2: Um, you a bozo bitch.
1: You a bozo stupid ass bitch who put yourself and your quote unquote brother and employer, um, in legal danger. Mm. What y'all did, what you did specifically. By outing, well, not outing, by exposing the rest of the group to some silly online gossip, led to the illegal firing of Kitty from her job. Um, see, I knew Bozo, you was gonna show up sooner than later. That's why we ain't gave you no roses yet. Right. We knew, like, we knew that this version of you was gonna come out to play. Mm-hmm. especially when it comes to women you like why are y'all niggas you know what i ain't gonna ask that question because i know the answer because th- despite what the world tries to say about m- women being super emotional the most emotional straight men are fucking bozos y'all Listen, are fucking bozos
2: emotional bozos
1: are in your you are caesar you are in your feelings over some information that you did not even take time to confirm with Kitty. you or, had Ryan. Yet, or Ryan. Yeah, you had yet to ask had she had any romantic dealings with Ryan. You took what Scott said and you ran into the sunset. You over-internalized it. You did a whole fucking lot for somebody that you couldn't be faithful to when you was with them.
3: Mm. Or so after.
1: he was fucking around, Y'all stop fucking around because you were being trash to her. You got a whole lot of fucking energy for somebody that you couldn't treat right when y'all were fucking around romantically and it was supposed to be exclusive.
2: Let's be honest. Somebody that you haven't treat you didn't treat right until her mama died. Hmm. Yeah. Because you didn't treat her right at work either.
0: Nope, using her for a punchline, keeping her in mess, your mess.
2: You ain't treat her right then. Listen, not having her back when she was fighting, all kinds of shit. You ain't never did, Kitty, right? So for you to be upset about a, a rumor that she might have gotten some dicks elsewhere, then you acting like you and Ryan have been best friends since day one. Right. Nobody believes you and Ryan are real friends. Y'all are... What co-owners? Uh y'all are two people who got stake in a in a TV brand and got tattoo shops. Y'all brothers and tats, but that's it. And it's obvious. And just because he respects you and your hustle and is really emulating you and your hustle, trying to get more shops open in Chicago, he sent you some champagne to celebrate you opening a new shop. It makes perfect sense.
1: And the other thing is this. It, so, I because I remember this, because I even think I showed y'all in the group chat when Ryan was doing the pop-up shops during Essence Fest weekend, because that's when some, <laughs> you know what? Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Anyways, mm-hmm. at Essence mm-hmm. Fest, <laughs> Ryan was doing pop-up shops. Kitty was probably at Essence Fest. That's like one of the biggest things that happens in July for black people is essence fest it's a huge thing in new orleans now if two sister shops have representatives at essence fest and one is doing pop-up shops and is attending a tattoo convention why wouldn't the other person or persons from the sister shop show up to support especially when that person happens to be the
2: brand ambassador
1: Kitty is supposed to be a brand ambassador. So why wouldn't she go to where Ryan is at, uh, get a couple pictures, a couple photo ops, have them photographed together and this, that, and the third and go about her business. Like, again, how do you get that somebody is fucking because they were photographed at one of the biggest black events of the year? Not well, not laid up, not holding hands, not on no romantic vacation or no private getaway or anything. Not even having drinks
2: a, together. Not
1: even having drinks, not at a not at a lovey dovey restaurant hugged up. At tattoo shops in a tattoo convention at Essence Fest. Mm. Fucking goofy. and well,
3: not it only should, that,
1: huh? You should have thanked her for going and doing her fucking job without having to be told to do her fucking job. That's what you should have did.
0: Yes, and then the irony of you just like the episode prior getting on Teddy for bringing personal shop drama, personal drama, and love triangle drama into the shop just for you to do the same fucking thing off just- of a rumor f- came f- coming from Sky. Right. A rumor cause...
1: from stupid ass, jealous ass, can't handle her own life ass, can't keep her business open ass, can't keep her kids with her ass. Sky. Mm. Bitch, you got a lot of nerves, Sky, and motherfuckers is playing it way too cool because a motherfucker like me, they would have to kick me off that show because every time I see you, bitch, I would bring up the, your lack of motherhood and your lack of being able to keep a cheap-ass boutique open. And a pl- and, Bitch, you couldn't even sell swimsuits in motherfucking South Beach, Miami. Who are you to tell somebody else business, bitch?
2: When you're miserable. When
0: you miserable. See are if you that, had
1: put the if you had put that energy into keeping that little my little closed boutique open,
0: my big foreclosure.
1: We wouldn't. You would be a okay. It's your priorities fucked up. Your priorities been fucked up your whole life. Your priorities are super fucked up now. Still fucked up. That's why you can't win. Mm. So why you, you bringing can't win. other people
0: down with you.
1: And C's goes on to basically tell Kitty uh that they starting to hate each other, maybe it's time to go their separate ways. Kitty don't hate you, she don't give a fuck. She just want to get she just want her job. She ain't going out of her way to explain shit to you. You know why? Because it ain't your business. And even this uh, <laughs> even this dumb chalupa was writing this episode when Tati said why does anybody feel entitled to know what the fuck kitty is doing with her pussy
0: correct that part because why like i said last episode why does anybody care who kitty is fucking we literally do not care well nobody was sent should but sees you seem to care for no goddamn reason
2: listen y'all care more than she do and it's, exactly. it's her
0: vagina right but again straight men, straight black men specifically, are just bozos, like Candace yeah. In Entitled, in they feelings, hypocritical, bitch-ass bozos. Yep. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Teddy, you too. You fall within that number. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Maybe you even a little bit worse number. than
1: Caesar, you to be honest. You <laughs> Yeah. Because you have made it a point to let everybody in they mama know you don't give a fuck about Tati. It's over. She crazy. You didn't fuck women in the shop. Like new women, since y'all stopped speaking, you have not tried to be respectful. You are the king of shitting where you eat, yet you had the audacity to try to make this woman feel bad for getting some new dick because that person worked in one of the shops.
3: When you have been fucking bitches
1: in the shop,
0: your
3: whole
2: goddamn existence on this fucking show. Teddy, I know you fucking lying.
3: Talking about it just
2: hurt me to see you messing with a dude that wear a black in crew shirt. And she was like, You wear one. Well, sometimes. Right. <laughs> what are you even right. saying? You mad at me for doing the exact same thing that you do because it's you? And I can't stand a straight man that be on that that ain't how you get a man back shit. I hate that shit. Like, no, nah, you can't do to me what I did to you. It ain't right. You ain't you ain't supposed to treat a man like that. Who gives a fuck? And she ain't doing nothing to spite you, Su- uh,
0: surprisingly.
3: You right, shit. that's the other
2: part. Like, surprisingly,
0: she is not jumping in your goddamn business you should be thankful and happy
3: nigga
2: listen now i don't know what she did to get gems i don't know what kind of cumin that she done sprinkled on that little twat to get gems hooked but it didn't have nothing to do with you she don't care about you for once and it's like and why do you want her to after the way she showed her entire ass all last season you finally free of that, and now you mad that she done moved on? Because you don't want her, and you don't want nobody else to have her. You feel like if I don't want you, then you're supposed to be miserable. And that's the mark of a bitch ass nigga. Correct. Oh, Teddy, you such a punk ass bitch. I just cannot believe Mm -hmm. that you going Mm -hmm. out like this, like.
0: Like Once you think that Teddy has reached the final level of bitch ass nigga he just downloads a cheat code and then goes to a deeper
2: level. Listen, Super Saiyan bitch. Mm. Damn, He'll be taking it there. Him and C's both. Like I just legendary bitch ass niggas. And at this point, I'm really starting to feel about Black Ink New York the way I feel about the entirety of the love and hip hop franchise. Yeah, because
1: I'm ready to. at I'm, this I'm point, giving... it's like, what are we
2: watching for?
1: I'm I'm giving Chicago this next upcoming season and if i if if it just stinks to the high heavens we may have we have to find something else to replace it with because this is literally nothing to talk about and the fact that big fish even green lights some shit like this like you like in what world can you fire somebody because they're dating somebody allegedly a, yeah that they allegedly not even dating that they allegedly may have had sex with somebody that does not work in the shop is not, is not causing a conflict of interest business and financially for your business. In what world do you think you could just fire somebody and that's the end of it?
2: Because you upset.
1: And that's why when Kitty was like,
2: uh, (laughs) I'll be calling my lawyer in the morning, (laughs) Be
1: calling my lawyer in the morning and I don't have to work here, but you're going to cash me out.
2: Not only that real quick, I want to bring up the fact Caesar that you don't have enough respect for anybody around you that you did this at Donna parents house. Yeah. Everybody trying to, at the cookout, everybody trying to eat and here
0: you go. bringing some bitch assness, bringing the mood down, firing people for no goddamn reason.
2: And how you let Teddy outclass you, even though what? they did the same shit last season, sat down, had a conversation and we raid back to the same fucking position, but at least right. he was willing to do it. He and Tati sat there, and they talk they both stupid i wish they would get back together so they can leave us alone right and then here you go well we just need to go our separate ways so yeah you fired huh you can't just ignore her like you have been doing for seasons on seasons until you get bored and you want your dick wet
1: the crazy part is all of this stems because ryan is the better choice Like if she had, if she was fucking Ryan, (laughs) she upgraded and that hurts his fucking feelings because even Ryan is the better tattoo artist. Ryan is the better business owner at this point. Ryan is, listen, we ain't going to need, we don't got to bring up looks that, that don't even need to be a conversation because we know what the fuck it is.
3: Right. Look at Everything,
1: everything about Ryan is better than C's. Even, even if you was to compare their exes.
0: Or they, okay. or
1: their
2: terrible ways, they're cheating.
1: Because at least we know that Rachel wears chapstick.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, at least we know Rachel bays.
2: And we know Rachel be wearing rip Ryan ass out when he mm-hmm. fuck up. Yep. Yep. That's why she was like, "We can be cool, and when I want some dick, <laughs> drop it off. But outside of that, we're not gonna be together. No, I'm good on that, love. And he can't do shit but respect it, because he actually respect. Well, I'm gonna say he respect, he respects her for the most part. Yeah.
1: yeah, he 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 accepts the consequences of his actions.
2: Yeah, it's probably better than respect. Yes. Yeah, not to yeah. say that he doesn't respect doesn't her, respect but doesn't respect her. You we know in
1: that in terms of a romantic relationship, he he respects her decision not to try again after he did some bullshit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
2: and still supports her. Still supports mm-hmm. her. Her brand and she does the same cause they actually are friends. They actually like each other. And honestly, to me, it just seemed like sees you jealous.
1: Mm. Yeah, It just seemed like jealousy, jealousy, because you know, if that was true that she definitely upgraded.
2: Yeah. And that Ryan got plenty of beautiful options and your fallback is crystal.
3: Hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: and kitty and now you mad that there's a there's a possibility that kitty is not going to be your your fallback anymore yep which is more than you deserved if we're going to be honest and you caesar of black ink we've seen you for whatever reason women want to fuck you what are you so stuck on kitty for when you don't want her yeah. Imagine being forty fucking years old on TV, looking like the big bitch ass dummy that you are. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. You got how many shops now, Candace? Six or seven shops open. Yeah. This how you choose to act? I I don't get it. I don't get it. I, if I was Caesar, I would have long time ago stepped back from the Black Ink Crew TV show. Like y'all see me in passing, but I'm not about to be involved in all the storylines or shit. Like I got way too much shit going on that I could be doing. Like Drake said, I could be fucking 50 bitches in a in a whirlpool full of champagne. What I'm gonna be on here arguing with y'all ugly asses for? Make my money and go y'all asses home. End the story. And don't tear my shit up. Cause if you do, it's coming out your pay. Period.
0: Right. I wanna harken back to something you said for a while, um, Curtis, and that C's has to have somebody helping him with all this success because he just so much of a goddamn bozo, not only his personal life, but shit even with some of his business practices.
2: I mean, that could be said about really anybody. Like I'm not gonna take that away from Caesar. I don't I do believe he has ambition when it comes to his business, but nobody is building a business and expanding a brand on their own like even Ryan has to be having help. You know what I'm saying? Has to ha- he got to have business partners, somebody to help him navigate these things. So I'm not going to take that away from Caesar. He, he always has seemed ambitious as far as his shops.
3: Mm-hmm. The problem
2: is his ambition and his success is not translating over to his personal life and how he acts. Nope.
3: Yeah, I can't and to be honest, through. I'm
2: like, I, I mean, here, maybe it's just me, because I'm like, you can't. I feel like you' lucky that people want to do business with you, because I'm not trying to do business with nobody that show their ass on TV like this for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine all the times people show their like. Imagine hiring Zell Swag to style you after he them beat Mr. Ray up from the back. <laughs> you
3: know
2: what I'm saying? Imagine hiring that one nigga that. um charade gave the classic line of who gonna check me boo?" after he showed his ad, like y'all are lucky people still want to do business with you you lucky that brooklyn wanted you to open that shop you lucky that they were able to, and willing to overlook all of the bullshit that comes along with you as a person and a brand because they trying to make some money off of your brand
3: mm-hmm
2: Child, you got a whole lot of shit That's stacked in your favor For whatever reason You got blessings upon blessings And this is what you choose to do Spit in Kitty face For what? Child Mm. Get your lawsuit on, Kitty ASAP I'm
1: finna get my lawyer (laughs) ASAP and you gonna get the
0: fuck?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is that it there, for Black Ink? Yes.
1: Because yep, everybody <laughs> ain't everybody ain't pussy like Alex can't uh, go through with a lawsuit when they treated wrongly by an employer. Mm. So yeah, yeah, mm. that was it for that was it for Black Ink, and rightfully so. There was no married, uh married to medicine this week. So nope. We so uh, we got a that, new
2: contender.
1: Yeah. We are
2: doing Tokyo Tony's Fine Love ASAP. With so, title. This girl. is a new uh, flavor of love type dating show featuring Tokyo Tony, who is Black China's mother. If you're unfamiliar, this is on the Zeus Network. Um, if you want to watch it illegally, I don't know how, and I'm not saying that so that I don't get sued. I actually don't know how. Um, if you want to watch it legally, it, I believe is what Zeus network or the Zeus network.com, Google it, it'll take you right there. This is the same station that, um, the black China show was on where we got that classic line, which is probably why they created this spinoff because that went viral. Um, the, the nigga that does the TT skits has a show on there, which good luck with that. Um, Mm -hmm. no shade, get your bag, but it's not my cup of tea. Um, And this is also the network that I believe the Jocelyn Cabaret show is going to be coming on. So this is where we are. I just want y'all to know, first and foremost, that the intro was a fucking mess. Uh We are talking about a data show for Tokyo Tony. For some reason, she talking about she was a stripper and trying to follow her legacy on the pole. And I'm like, what does that have to do with you?
0: Like, girl, this ain't ain't beyond the pole, history of the pole. Like, if you don't get to the
2: mess. Listen. But the worst part or one of the worst parts is the fact that Lyrica G is kind of the MC of the show and she allegedly supposed to be setting her up and that shit had me hollering at the beginning when Tokyo Tony was like, yeah, give me some niggas. White niggas, all kind of niggas. I was like, girl,
3: what? She is so
2: aggressive.
0: Extra extra aggressive and trash, but it, it's hilarious. I can't even hold it. I was laughing I mean, the well, whole time.
2: Let me let's let's be res- responsible. It's hilarious in this respect. But like when she does this and and is talking to China like trash, that oh no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Nah, but uh, yes, in this respect, it's funny. So I'm glad they found a the lane for her to be herself and not be abusive to her daughter or anybody else. Right. And I'm glad that she's finally getting the bag. Uh, however big or small it is so she can, you know, stop expecting China to take care of her. Get your own money, bitch. Anyway, the men, rag a T to a T. I haven't had many unfortunate incidences in my life where I've had to be bear witness to such a terrible collection of men like when you talk about scraping the bottom of the barrel.
0: Right. I mean, I granted straight men are already at the bottom of the barrel, but this if this was under the barrel,
2: I mean, even if they trash, there's a lot of good looking straight men out there. They're not on this show though. I no, want y'all I to understand. That. <laughs> we are clear and steadfast in that. This okay. is, this is not it. But when we look at the material, Mm-mm. Because Tokyo Tony looks the way that she looks.
0: I was finna say Tokyo Tony looks like that one of them dolls from Tales of the Crypt So,
2: like Tokyo Tony forever looks like she just chewed on a on a activated charcoal pill. Yeah, like that like mouth. Charcoal, so it's black. <laughs> that
1: gap. ASAP. Mm,
2: ASAP.
0: You you are ASAP horror, bitch. That's got, what she is.
1: Them lips look like crack residue.
2: It just it's it's a it's a it's a bad situation. But you know, whatever we here, and who knows if they paid these men or if the men think they're gonna get paid. (laughs) Uh, they're here, and it's every Mm. kind of man, and there's a a a pansexual woman. We don't know how she came, how she got here, but you know, she's here. Mm. So good luck with that. Representation,
0: I guess. Good luck.
2: I mean, I guess Mm. I believe in representation, but not when it doesn't fit. (laughs) Like. But anyway, let's see. The nigga, of course, the nigga with the most mouth uh, just got out of jail after 15 years. You've been of out of jail for six months. What are you doing on this show?
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and one of the men, other men said that like, sir, you need to be trying to get a job. Yeah, a <laughs> job?
2: <laughs> what is you doing here? Of course, he was one of the better looking, which is not saying a lot. Because like I said, nobody's like fine or anything. But he, I was like, of course, you just got out of jail. For selling drugs. Of
0: course. It's on brand.
2: There's a 70-year-old man. They done called that man Gandalf, Santa Claus, ZZ Top. They done called that <laughs> white man everything kick <laughs> under the sun and they all fit. Right. no, Not one lie was told. And then you know he old because this man done brought some fucking cookies. <laughs> right. Because they was like, don't you think you're too old? He was like, well, I brought these cookies. Didn't even answer the question. Right, <laughs> He was like, I brought these cookies. And Lyrical was like, huh? <laughs> like, that sir, we shit ask, had me laughing Fesky
0: you about your age and you up here Proving the point with your age bring, with some damn cookies Like you just came from fucking uh, From public, sir
2: Listen, and so they come up to the To the mansion and everybody's like Oh yeah, I'm gonna be the king of this house I'm gonna be the king of this house And I'm like, do y'all not know that this is rented? Right, cause What um, makes y'all think Tokyo Tony can afford a mansion? Listen, cause one of them said Oh, Tokyo, Tokyo house, nice And I'm like, whose house? And then y'all, it wasn't even big enough for all of you niggas. Some of y'all got to sleep on the floor. Right. Y'all gonna be packed in like y'all let goddamn
0: constant, not concentration camps, like summer camps or some shit. Like, sirs, sirs.
2: Y'all packed into this motherfucking house like some goddamn Vienna sausages in the can. What you talking about? King of what?
0: Mm, The king, king of elbow room, I guess. I don't know.
2: Lack thereof. Mm. Um. Then one of the white men called her ghetto, which I couldn't even hold him on that, to be quite honest. Yeah, to be honest,
0: I, be right. I mean, look at the material.
2: Because it was two white men. It's the old white man, like the, oh, it's three. Because it's, it's Santa Claus. It's the surfer dude who looked like he hasn't bathed since the 90s. Right. Since 90210 was on air. Mm-hmm. And it's the accounted looking man. Yeah. Which there's always that one accounted looking man. Yeah. I don't know why they like to come and do this shit, but they love coming up there to I don't know, try to get some black pussy, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Then we got one nigga that's tall and bald uh tall and bald. He's and as soon as he sees Lyrica G, he is like his loins on fire. He like, I mean, I'm trying to get with Lyrica. And I'm like, really?
0: R- <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> And like he, and like the whole episode, he just kept coming back to Lyrica. Kept coming so back fine. to
2: Lyrica. And it's like, I'm trying not to judge your taste. But However. sir, we not going to act like Lyrica G don't look like Magikarp. Like I need you to stop.
0: Correct. Like, we're not, we're not finna sit here and act like she don't look like the Cheshire cat. Like, but sir. you know
2: what? I mean, it ain't like he was all that great looking. So if that's what floats your boat, then sail off into the sunset, nigga, I guess. I don't know.
0: Fair. But also leave us alone. Because I, I do not want to see however many episodes of this show it is of you ogling over lyrical when you, you're supposed to be here for Tony. I mean, honestly, I don't want to see that either. But at still. all,
2: at all. What's the opposite of ASAP? <laughs> That's <what it> <laughs> no no sap, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess so. No sap Rocky. <laughs> no, no sap Rocky. Yeah, Show title. <laughs> oh God. Cause I just mm-mm. 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 I don't play with demons. Mm-mm. And Tony looked like a demon, so mm-mm. absolutely. She definitely mm-mm. looked like something out of charmed. Um, so then there's a part where she asks if anybody is gay or bisexual and there's one man that raised his hand and so put up in in that we'll come back to that what else happened and she was asking if anybody was willing to share a room with him and you know how me and Aaron, so right again you know yeah you know. there was that and so you know all of that happened she came down the stairs and everybody got to look at her she got to look at them and she was not feeling them at all and with good reason
0: And she was like lyrica girl i asked you for some many you bitch! You played in my face
2: she kind of looked like she wanted to to fight lyrica yeah <laughs> which,
0: which, which, which would you have liked to see them fight
2: i mean i don't i don't really care about seeing two middle-aged bitches who don't take care of themselves fighting um, but yes on GP, because if I was in her position, I would have wanted to whoop some ass too. Cause I know you fucking lying. This what you that. chose for me, this trash. Give them a chance. You know, when somebody say give them a chance, everybody ugly, everybody raggedy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> give them exactly. a chance. I thought you wanted to find love. Yes, I wanted to find love, not ugly, not raggedy, not
0: right. broke. Right now, granted, I am all of those things, but bitch, it's the principle.
2: Well, I can't do nothing if you're going to drag yourself. (laughs) Good luck with that.
0: I mean, it is Tokyo time. Young motor oil.
2: Mm. But we see all of the men and they run up and fight over rooms. So like I said, it wasn't enough beds. So some of them got to sleep on the floor and shit. And then we get to the part where it's like, okay, I got to name everybody. So now they're sitting outside. And Black China shows up, looking disinterested as fuck, which for good reason. If we're gonna be honest,
0: correct. She, but she made the episode for me personally because I was laughing her, at her facial expressions
2: the entire time. I didn't even pay her much attention because she didn't have anything to add, and I knew she wasn't because I'm sure she just did that for the sake of bringing ratings for her mama's show. Um, and honestly, there was nothing for her to be interested in. The men were trash; they were terrible looking. They all were goofy. Like it was just, it was nothing for her to really be interested in. So I didn't hold her on that. But anyway, so she names the men. So let's go through this. I didn't even count how many there were, but we can go through this pretty quickly. Um, so first we got Romy Rome, and that's the alleged player, the nigga that's that got that wiry, whispery ass uh, facial hair, the alleged pimp. Mm. <clears throat> He looked like a pimp named Brokeback, but that ain't my business. Mm-hmm. So like, she calls him Romy Romy. He talking about he got a fat bank account, but he looked like he ain't bathed since the 80s. He definitely looked like he is familiar with, with crack. Um, yes, and one of the
0: men said that like, he, yep. just, he just did some crap before he came to the
2: yeah. show. I mean, and the I men were him. being shady. Yes. So I will definitely give And they look confessionals. They was being shady. Then we got cotton who was the old white bisexual freak that <laughs> thinks that the, the Latin man, there's a Cuban man. So when Tokyo asked him, when he came up, if he thought any of the men were attractive and he said that the Cuban man made him, you know, made him want to do a little cha, cha, cha. And so Tokyo Bozo ass was like, well, blow him a kiss when you walk by and you better do it. And he did it. And the man was like, do y'all know what he did when he walked by? He blew me a kiss. And I was like, sir, I know you heard her tell him to do that. Like, calm down.
0: Right. It's not that deep.
2: It's not that deep. Um, This is funny. Then we got number 14823. <laughs> 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 That's the nigga that just got out of jail. Just got out of jail. She didn't even bother asking him any questions about himself. She was like, Oh, you been to jail? Okay, your name is 14823. I was like, damn, cold blooded. Cold blooded. Then of course she asked him if he's uh if he's touched any boy, any men when he was in jail. He was like, Nope, never. She was looking at him like at 15 years and you ain't never. You, she was like, I know you fucking playing in my goddamn face. I mean, maybe he has and I ain't going to hold him. But the shit was was weird and f- but funny. Uh, then we got No Name, who is the blonde, not even real blonde, surf instructor dude. And she called that man Double L. She called him a Double L loser and that he need to wash his hair. And I was like... So is the premise of this show just to have a bunch of men act like cooks for you to <laughs> disrespect? Because that's right. all that's happening.
0: Because basically it's like, okay, so I can't verbally abuse Black China the most. So I'm going to verbally abuse these random ass men. Like, I is that guess. the premise of the show?
2: Because I... Mm. Mm. I mean, he did look like a loser, but still. He did. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I would have said that out loud. But anyway... Then we got Mr. Salsa. That's the Cuban man that I referred to earlier. And he was doing all that dancing and stuff. Which, in a way, he, he's not the worst looking of the cast. He's an older Cuban man. He looked like a typical older Cuban man, too. Yeah. To me, anyway. Um, who else do we have? We got Big Nigger. <laughs> <laughs> who was literally just a big nigga. A big, uh, right, a big ass nigga. He kind of looked like um old boy from
0: uh, from Baby Boy. I forget the name, but that nigga kind of looked like him. No,
2: you know who he looks like. He looks like you gonna eat your comb bread. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give him a goatee. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. it. I see it. Same build and everything. Just a yeah. big old nigga. So she called him big nigga, and he talking about he got six kids. So I was like, Woof. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's like you need to be the king of child support, not this this mansion, right? Priorities, beloved your priorities. Uh, who else do we got? We have Lil Dick, Lil D. I'm sorry, <laughs> aka Lil Dick. This is some light-skinned nigga, and she called him Lil Dick just because he was light-skinned.
0: Is that the one that um uh, his father's on the show too?
2: Yes, and this is the one where she said he looked like he got beat up by a bitch before he got there. Like, I was like, girl, <laughs> what <laughs> I'm like, what what in the production, hell? How are y'all letting this happen? That she had me hollering. Listen.
0: Listen, they like look just at just be yourself and we're gonna
2: get these ratings. Which right. I can go off, I guess. But. And so then his father she named Big D. And you know what this situation reminds me of? Remember the episode of Living Single when Regine was dating Mario Van Peebles and his father? Oh uh, yeah. And then she ended <laughs> up picking his father.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then Mario <laughs> his,
2: got his ass on the news all sad shit. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it reminds me of. And in the Super Trailer, it looked like Big D fighting, and it's all kinds of drama. I don't know what these men fighting about, but I guess too much testosterone and not enough vagina, I guess. I don't know. But we're going to see what they're going to be fighting about. Uh, who else do we, we got? Papai. And that's the Tony's man, uh, the man that picked her up, but the one that wants Lyrica. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. hmm mm. no, Then he- we got good credit, and that's the dude that looked like Bob from accounting, talking about he doesn't trust some of the other men. And I'm like, a full cook.
3: Yeah, because that was the
2: one she walked up to him, got all up in his face, and was like, What if I told you to get down and eat my pussy? <laughs> this impersonation, <okay? laughs> that's how she talks. <laughs> Is that not how she talks?
0: <laughs> Good impersonation, friend. Good that's impersonation. exactly how she
2: talked. just hostile as fuck. <laughs>
0: Now, talk about you going to eat my cornbread and that's how Listen. Like,
1: <laughs> you going to eat this pussy.
2: <laughs> like,
1: good he Lord. He jumped, too.
2: He
0: did. He
1: did. I, I would scared. scared.
3: <laughs> shit. I was shit. Saying, like, listen,
1: don't shit. listen. She
3: listen, he like, came face-to-face face
0: with it. Listen, he came face-to-face <laughs> with it. She take
1: aggressive leaving. to a whole new level, bitch. Don't listen, talk to me listen. like, you know, P.O. I will smack fire out your old ass. <laughs> listen, send you back to hell.
2: Send you back to hell where you came from, bitch. And he was like, I mean, I I, I would probably do it. And <laughs> she was like, Oh, I like him. I was like, Girl, if you just wanted to get your pussy ate, it, you can you can you can rent a man. But anyway, who else do we have? We got Rainbow, and that's the woman talking about. She from D.C. and she said, I'm from Tyson's Corner, and turn Tokyo off immediately because Tokyo is from actual D.C. And you know that's that thing people like if you ain't from D.C., don't say you from D.C. Like if you're from Maryland or you're from Virginia, don't say you're from DC. So she was kind of turned off by that, but then she was kind of you know interested, curious because the woman was like you know yeah you know I like girls, I like men. She was like, I I go for more of the person, like the connection and the vibe versus genitals. And Tokyo was like, Oh, you like some freaky shit. You you talking about threesomes and sh and I was like, girl. But the part that made me slide out of my chair is when she asked her, she was like, So, no, Lyrica asked her, so if you was dating my friend, would you be trying to flirt with China? And she was like, huh? And then Tokyo was like, Would you be trying to flirt with my daughter if you was with me? And the fact that the woman couldn't give her a straight answer sent me <laughs> down. <laughs> and i'm just like do y'all not know how to play the game at least <laughs> like no no there's such a thing as being too honest but i mean i don't know to me to a degree even being open to the child and the parent is kind of weird but go off i guess yeah
0: i mean they I gotta guess. have a little bit of weird in them because they on this show so
2: i guess i mean you know i guess tokyo's Oscar the puss ass is not good enough so she was looking at China too I mean to be fair a lot of the men were looking at China as well but ain't that how it always is on these type of shows (laughs) they got somebody next to them that everybody else wants instead but they still go through with it yeah And then the last part, she was asking her if she eat pussy. She was like, do you eat pussy, bitch? I was (laughs) like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) We go from zero to 100, back to 75 to 100. I was like, Jesus. Then we got FOS, full of shit. And that's (laughs) the alleged model that got the, um, his whole head looked like the back of Timberland neck. (laughs) Yes. and she was like model where i know you ain't modeling with your head looking. i was i was waiting for her to call him a california raisin but she never did yes. um but yeah i i too was like model where yeah because that head sir you was up here looking like one of them road maps or some shit like listen mm. his whole head looked like seal face you know what Curtis? Kiss from a rose and d <laughs> Okay. Ooh. All right. Mm. Okay. It was friends. bad. Anyway, okay. <laughs> then we got Tweety Bird, and that's some red bone nigga. She was asking him if he was gay and everything. Mm, that it didn't seem like that, he was freaky shirt, enough right? for her. Yeah, that uh what kind of shirt did he have on?
0: He had on like a yellow shirt, but like the colors was all off and shit. Yeah, that's why she called, yeah,
2: you're right. That's why she called him Tweety Bird. Mm-hmm. She he was got, asking he, him questions. He seemed like he wasn't freaky enough for her. Although it's hard to really determine where her freak meter lands because she'd kind of be all over the place but anyway then we got cookie monster that's the old white man with the long beard they call him santa and he's retired he really is here for no good reason you 70 years old sir what is you doing here right you you might you're gonna die at any moment like sir oh, i wasn't gonna go i mean he only saw oh, he white uh, but yeah. well white people white old old white people live forever the, i don't know what it is Maybe it would take a long time for the for the hatred and racism and bigotry to, to seep out of their pores. Um and then we had we talked about Big D. Oh, and the last one is weirdo. And this nigga showed up with a big ass knife in his pants and a candle. Okay,
0: that was the one that had I was trying to remember what she named him. I couldn't think of it.
2: She named him appropriately. Weirdo. Right,
0: because I had questions.
2: He came up there dressed like Neo from the motherfucking Matrix. Okay. Then he had that candle and they was like, get the candle away from your beard. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) And then, so the craziest part, this motherfucker, after he was done talking to her, he goes and kicks in a door of the house and goes under the house.
0: And everybody
2: was like, what? Did this man just go under the house?
0: Like that was that you know and when he did that, Black Channel was like, Okay, I'm done, because y'all playing yeah, in my face. I'm yeah. done.
2: <laughs> and I would have said the same thing. I know air, but I mean, all the men were lost. Like, what is he doing <laughs> under the house?
0: Tony t- Tony said, Did this motherfucker live here?
2: <laughs> Listen, she was like, What
0: the fuck you doing in my
2: house?
0: Like, <laughs> hey, goddamn.
2: And so that was pretty much the premiere episode. It'll be part number two is part two of the whole thing. Um, and then we see a little bit of the super trailer. Like I said, these men are fighting. It's all kinds of shit going on. Uh, Tony giving lap dances at some point. It's it's just a lot going on. So mm-hmm. we will see, we'll watch this until it get bad and then we'll probably drop it. Um, Or it might entertain us and we might watch it all the way through. So hopefully this is entertaining enough and you guys will check it out. Um, I don't feel bad for telling y'all to get a friend and share passwords because these motherfuckers ain't cutting us no checks. So I don't really care about sending a whole lot of business their way. And if you don't want to watch and you just want to (laughs) imagine in your head what's going on based on our commentary, then that's fine too. Cause they're going to give us a lot of material. Yeah. The material is there. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with real housewives. Thank you for supporting the flawless noises media network. You can visit flawlessnoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media, search for at flawless noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With 5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all, we back from break. It's time for Real Housewives of Atlanta, Bozo Central. This is the second episode of season 12, Cheating Heart. So they aired the taglines. We've already talked about how awful they are. They're even worse seeing them on the screen. I feel yes. like when a housewife gets to the point where she can't come up with a good tagline, she don't need to be on the show anymore. You know what? That is
0: expert analysis that I agree with, friend. Because would mean
2: everybody except for Candy don't need to be on the show because yeah. they were all terrible. I, I didn't even bother writing them down. I don't want to talk about them. Like, they were bad. And I'm sure most of y'all will agree. Yeah,
0: they gave me heebie-jeebies. No mm-hmm. Gina Rodriguez
2: fuck that bitch anyway (laughs) um, so candy and cynthia meet with portia to talk about sincerely and to find out more about what portia was going through with dennis um it really seems like she and candy have put all of the shit behind them and you know they hugging and talking it out and everything
0: thank god because we don't need to see y'all arguing
2: yeah, I mean, I don't know why Candy wasted as much energy with Porsche as she did. Like, you need to put all that energy into that lawsuit against Phaedra Parks. And you gonna win because the bitch is a terrible lawyer. But Correct. anyway, you know, for whatever reason, that didn't happen. Candy uh, Candy got a lot more mercy than me because I'd have sued the pickle juice out of Phaedra's ass. But mm. that's just me. I'm a pity motherfucking fuck her. Moving on, Candy talking about She asked Portia, she was like, well, is it just cheating? I was like, what you mean just? (laughs) Right? Like, damn, Candy, we know you got a good man, but sis, come on now. Like, well, I mean, you could work out a little cheating. Ain't nothing wrong with a little cheating. And Portia was like, girl. And more importantly, I was like, Candy, you need to get the fuck ASAP. Like, what (laughs) the fuck is you even talking about? It's just a little cheating. Girl, shut up
0: right like she like it's just a little parsley on the side of right <laughs> i on, t- on the top of the like embarrassment. girl
2: it's, it's just a little razzle dazzle for your relationship can't shut the fuck up <laughs>
3: what did right.
2: you, like, you even do like i'm surprised she didn't keep her trap shut as much as she's been doing her best to stay out of drama when it comes to porsche i wouldn't have even said as that but you know right. it's candy she said what she said so mm. good luck with that what had me screaming was finding out that not only did Dennis move out, he also asked for the ring back. Mm. And if I'm not Mm. mistaken, she gave it to him. Yep.
1: Yeah. I mean, she did what she had to do legally, but I wouldn't have gave shit back. He would have had to take me to court for it.
2: Yeah. Like, you cheat, you move out, and then you want the ring back? Nigga, you can kiss my ass. Matter of fact, you can go kiss Tokyo Tony ass. How about that?
1: Mm. After after sending all them goddamn funeral flowers non-stop. Boy, fuck you. Ugh.
2: That's exactly what he looked like, too. He looked like a funeral director. Mm. I no, don't get it. Wrong. They don't compliment each other, it seems, in any way, including physical, but...
0: Well, you know, Portia has never had the best taste in men. So.
1: Yeah,
2: that's true. Has she ever... been?
1: Mm. And so I'm. I'm. Here goes some live tea. Um. Apparently, Portia and Nini are back on good terms because I'm on portia Instagram, and she's she posted like, "Yes, Nini Leaks has arrived. Tune in tonight." And Nini responded, "Thank you so much, Pete. I'm sure people don't understand us, but we know what it is."
2: Mm. Of course, nobody understands y'all. We don't. We don't. We don't speak Bosnese.
0: <laughs> okay, because y'all were just at each other's throats last last season. Listen, yeah, Nene- y'all was Nene- like
2: Zena and Callisto last season. Okay,
0: right. Nini sending you texts. Why are you pregnant? Calling you all types of bitches and things like.
2: Hey, we dragged you. the fuck out of Nene for that shit. We did, but damn, she called you everything with a child of God. Right? Why are you pregnant? Well, we're pregnant.
0: So, mm. like. Of course we don't understand y'all, because, hell, <laughs> listen, I, I ain't going to say you better than me, but, hell, I would have, well. As I I'm rock- not surprised,
2: because this is the typical cycle that they go through. Hey, yeah, we just were talking about Candy and Portia. Being, that's true. So can't be surprised about her and NeNe and,
3: that mm. and
2: that nose.
0: And that nose.
2: So Cynthia calls Eva to talk about the whole Barbie Bash thing. Still and evil. Stupid. <laughs> Eva just started talking wild. Like, was it just me? Like, she was talking so reckless. And I'm <clears> like, what are yeah. you so pressed about? <laughs> yeah, it
1: was weird.
2: Yeah, it was very weird. I did did I was you not pregnant as hell? You at work doing this? Was just, she was doing the most to me. Yeah, I agree with you. She was doing a lot. It's like you got to do all this to keep your spot on the show evil because this ain't, baby, this ain't it. Listen, she talking about they going to make me go South Central. How you going South Central with a whole ass baby in your belly? Girl, shut the fuck up and And chill the hell out.
0: Especially when you ain't went South Central and when you didn't have a baby.
2: Listen, because the only thing going South Central is that blood pressure. If you don't calm the fuck down, bitch, (laughs) calm
0: your shit. Okay, listen. Calm down, girl. What is you upset about? Yeah, just because you read Marlowe, hell, that ain't no points. Hell, it's easy to read Marlowe. Hell, look at the material.
2: Ain't much.
1: Mm -hmm. Ain't Mm. much
2: at all. Well, and then, like you said, Cynthia being on... Eva's side and kind of defending her for acting like a bozo at that party. Because Eva's like, and she did have a point because she was saying, you know, I make the decision about where my kids go and all that. And all that is fine and dandy, but that doesn't explain why you took your big ass to a party for kids without your kids. Like if you decided that you don't know Kenya well enough to have your kids around her, then why go? You could have met Kenya somewhere else at some other time. It was just weird and stupid, and it don't no matter how much yell, yelling you do, you're not gonna be in the right on this.
1: It mm. was weird. It was unnecessary. It was unwarranted. Um, like I get it, the girls throw shade at each other all the time, nonstop, but I, I think that the that the stopping point where you should really check yourself is where you get to asserting that you don't want your kids around somebody. For you know, because, because you're uncomfortable. Like when you get to that point, what like Curtis and Jeremy just said, why would you be around somebody? Period. Like if I feel like you would do anything to my kids, or I don't trust you to be around my kid, meet my kid, I'm not going to be around you. Period. Ever. So, so it just didn't
0: make no sense. It felt like Eva again reaching for just to have some kind of bone to pick so she can stay on the show. Yeah.
1: yeah, because she's boring
2: and
1: yeah, continues
2: to be boring. Yep. Yep. And it's like, I really feel like she's trying to be a little nasty with all of her shade and reeds because she's trying to feel uh, Phaedra's shoes. Mm-hmm. But you just look stupid. You look stupid and nobody's
0: <laughs> going to feel Phaedra's shoes because you can't play with demons.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck with that, Eva. I guess. Um, So then we get to the part that I saw a lot of people talking about on Twitter. And Kenya's at home with baby Brooklyn. She calls Mark on FaceTime. And he was talking to her mad harsh. Like, I don't know what the issue was. I don't know if that's how he usually talks to her. But he was just kind of like, bitch, I'm over you. I've always been over you. I don't even want to have this conversation with you. I just want to talk to my daughter because he was doing the most about the, the little girl's hair. Like, why you do her hair like that? Why you put gel in her hair? She was like, I ain't put no gel in her hair. You know good and well I don't put nothing artificial on our baby. She looked like a boy. I was like... Yeah, he was doing a lot. And I don't remember him ever talking to her crazy like that. So I was kind of taken aback. I mean, to be fair, we never really got to see him talk to her much at all. Yeah, because that's remember
1: Kenya, Kenya refused to film once it came out that they had gotten married. And that's mm-hmm. why we didn't see her the second half of last season. Cause she was Or the season she was gone after she got married. She was refusing to film with him. Because so mm, I believe he really was
2: refusing to film.
1: Yeah, he was refusing to film and she was going along with it. So we don't know much about his personality or him because we only saw when he came and met the girls at that little party or whatever, and that was the end of that. I remember that because he was standing next
2: to Todd and we was all like,
1: choo-choo. Yep. So it's kind of like whatever, um, you know, based on how this divorce is playing out or... All the news dropping about how he's treated her. He's a piece of shit. I'm not surprised that's what we got, you know, when when he appeared. I was like, okay, you got me fucked up because you got me feeling sorry for Kenya.
2: Listen, real.
1: Like, you got me feeling sorry for a bitch that I just do not see it for period point blank because you are just being so nasty for no reason. First of all, let me say, as pretty as that little baby is, it ain't that shit you could do to make her look like a little boy. Right. That is one beautiful baby.
2: And even if she did look like a boy, she's still gorgeous. So what's the issue?
1: Exactly.
2: What really took the cake for me is when she asked him, well, so when are we going to see you? He was like, we'll see. I was like, excuse
3: me? right
2: you got a whole wife and daughter sir what you mean we'll see when we're gonna see each other again huh i was like okay so this just really ruins the fantasy like i guess i shouldn't be surprised that a light-skinned fine nigga is trash but now it's like i don't want to see you at all because i know you're trash yeah You've shown it. And you don't have no qualms about treating your wife like trash on TV, even if you was already planning on divorcing her. Like, damn, chill, nigga. Yeah. You went from not wanting to film to
0: wanting to be filmed or agreeing to be filmed treating your wife like trash. Like, God damn.
2: Nigga went from not wanting to be filmed to not wanting to be married. Like, Jesus. Right. (laughs) Right. Just the position. (laughs) God damn. Jesus. And I didn't know he had other kids. He got two other kids. Uh, well, I mean, I guess really don't have any bearing on anything, but you mm, would he think that more. a nigga with other kids, because she, and she was, I, I feel like it's even worse than what we saw. Because remember she was saying that he treats her and talks to her like, well, I got two kids. You ain't got no kids. So you don't know what the fuck you're doing, bitch. You need to do everything I say. And it was like, so we're not going to give anything to, to, just natural instinct like it's not like the woman gonna put her child in harm's way or do anything that's gonna really fuck her up or anything like she loved to fuck her she been wanting to have a baby for how long the woman is like 48
1: i'm gonna be honest i cannot stand that sect of parents like you don't have kids so you don't understand this your first kid this my fourth i don't give a fuck i got common sense
3: thank
2: you
1: that got common sense. You don't you don't need maternal or paternal instincts to know how to when, when to use your fucking common sense. Like shut the fuck up.
2: And then shut y'all up. be acting like a lot of us didn't grow up helping raise siblings, like we just don't know nothing about children or babies. Get the fuck out of here. ASAP. <laughs> Speaking of getting the fuck out of here ASAP. Um Noel. Mm sweet miss Mm. why in the holy fuck do you have color contacts on what is it with y'all in color contacts they were not popping when they were popping
1: no they were why are y'all
2: trying to make fetch happen with these color contacts i do not understand please help me
0: looking like a sketch with them in
2: your eyes like goddamn bitch is you is you going super saiyan You in sage mode, like what the fuck? Why y'all got these (laughs) color
3: contacts?
2: (laughs) Y'all make me sick with that bullshit. God damn it. I am so sick of color contacts. Stop it. Y'all look terrible every time. Every
3: Every time. time.
2: Y'all look the fuck weird. But anyway, so Noelle is riding in the car with her mama, and she tells her that she's attracted to more than just men. And so we're seeing this because her birthday recently passed. And I saw on Instagram, okay. Cynthia wishing her a happy birthday. And one of the tags was love is love. love, is love. love and I was like, bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> but here we are. And I saw some people kind of dragging because they were like, because Noel was saying it kind of came out of nowhere and people were like, it doesn't just come out of nowhere. I mean, doing the most. like We don't get to tell her or inform her of when she realized she was attracted to more than just cishet boys or men. Mm -hmm. But she tells her mom that. And the only thing I will say is Cynthia has made it a point that World Pride is coming up in New York. And so the only thing that... I will say is that it it's a mighty coincidence that Noel is, is revealing this on the show right before pride because, and so, and Cynthia is making a big deal about going to pride. So to me, the timing is suspect. I really feel like this is not news. This is something that Noel has already disclosed to her mom. They've already had their conversations about it and everything, but for whatever reason, they've decided to make this a storyline this season. Um, maybe to get Noella a check so she can show up on the show more? I don't know. Because, I mean, you know, you're trying to be a YouTube star, so you probably need to check. Maybe that's what you use, you know, buy your laptop and camera and everything. I mean, your mama got money, your daddy got money, but who knows? Maybe you are one of those people who want to – may feel like they made it on their own so i don't know i don't get why this is on the show though but it is so good luck with that we'll see world pride um let's see what else candy meets up with marlo at one of those uh like trampoline jump places i love me some candy to a degree but i'm not gonna act like i didn't holler when she fell (laughs) just because you know i like negativity (laughs) 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 you're doing amazing Curtis but (laughs) no one's immune like if I fail I would laugh because I mean I just thrive off negativity even if it's on me um so Marlo reveals that she has custody of her nephews because her her sister's having like serious mental health issues uh she was saying she's schizophrenic and something else and something else and it was a lot. I think she was involuntarily committed. And so now she had, I don't know if it's temporary custody of the her nephews or if it's going to be more of a permanent thing, but you know, she was just kind of talking to candy and candy was telling her about, you know, a time when she took in a cousin and X, Y, Z. So I was like, it's interesting to me that Marlo has more of a storyline and more of a reason to be on this show than Eva. Mm. And that's not even like throwing shade to Eva. I'm just making an observation cause I haven't, Eva's given me nothing about why she should be on this show. Like you beautiful for sure, but you just getting married and getting pregnant over and over. I don't, I don't get it, but whatever. And then, you know, trying to be extra shady and really not having a place because nobody really is fucking with you like that. But anyway, shout out to Marlon that, I guess. Uh, Shamia visits Portia with her baby in tow. So they both went from twerking on the boat to both being moms and all that good stuff. Portia immediately says that Dennis spent the night. Like they went to therapy or whatever, whatever the story was, I don't even really care. It culminated in Dennis ended up spending the night. She ended up getting some dick and now she's trying to put that boundary back up because they didn't have a good therapy session. She don't feel like they making any progress. Um, and he revealed in therapy that he did, in fact, cheat and she ran out of therapy. And I thought that that was interesting, considering that he just said something that we know that you already knew was true. He mm-hmm. just admitted it out loud. And, you know, I don't maybe that was a truly emotional response. I don't know. What I do know is I'm motherfucking sick of your ass getting on this show, trying to force these tears. Babe, you're not a good actress. You don't know how to cry on cue okay? Your sister does, your mama does, you do not. And you're not going to be able to hide behind no pillow and then reemerge with some tears a few seconds later. Like what you think this is? You know what that reminded me of? You know how people do that thing where they they have the happy face and then they slide their hand in front of their face and it's the sad face? Mm -hmm. That's what Portia was trying to do and failed miserably. Like
3: Playing
0: on our face with your face.
2: And it's like, the producers like do y'all just not give a fuck like she's not good at crying on camera she don't know how to do it every time she'd be crying it'd be fake as hell mm. and to she me looked- it really feels like everything going on with dennis she's already processed and the only thing that might be left is some residual anger but you're not gonna convince me that she is literally going through this in real time on the while these scenes are being filmed Cause it's just not, it's not translating at all.
3: Absolutely not. Mm. I'm still trying, I don't, I'm
2: trying to not judge people's tastes in people and mates, but I just, Dennis does not compliment you in any way, Portia. I'm not understanding. The man is trash. He treats you like shit. He looked like a little shit blob. Mm, Looked like a little drum. He looked like somebody took the lid off of one of them little uh, tubs of um, chocolate pudding and just dumped it onto a plate. (laughs) Looking like Swiss Miss. Mm. switch bitch assness. If that is what floats your boat and finds your lost remote Porsche, I guess. Couldn't be me. Wouldn't be me um hmm, hmm, hmm. so then they started pressing her because after that night her sister asked her if she's pregnant everybody asking her if she's pregnant and i'm like after two days y'all think she knows she pregnant huh
0: (laughs) very weird
2: it was weird like just because they had sex don't mean she immediately pregnant and if she is, I'm like even then, y'all, why are y'all in? Her, why are y'all asking her that? That's weird to me. It's hella invasive. Even because, if it is her sister.
0: Because miss and you know, they have to ah,
3: do well, yeah. yeah I mean. Yeah, this is they, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh,
2: real stories of Atlanta because it mm-hmm. really feel like stories to me. Real bozos. Well, that's true and true. Um, what else? Shamia encourages Portia to go to counseling with Dennis. And we Mm. know that that was a bust. Let's see what else happened. Kenya and Cynthia. So they meet up at a metaphysical shop called the Bazaar. And Kenya just started going off about Eva and while we have said that Eva is a bozo for that bullshit excuse for not bringing her kids to the Barbie party i don't think Kenya's reaction is warranted
0: yeah it didn't like, warrant maybe
2: that. a shady comment here and there but she spent the whole scene going off about eva yeah. and i'm like damn what did she do to get under your skin like this i mean it uh, clearly it ain't it ain't difficult to get under your skin cuz the shit is can your skin look like like KFC skin? A shit not even attached to the meat. But anyway,
0: as <laughs> <Karen>, fuck you.
2: <laughs> I'm just
3: saying.
2: Oh well, I mean, you
0: looked at the material.
3: <laughs> so I mean, you're not
0: wrong. What jarred me about <sighs> this?
1: <laughs> I don't think <laughs> she had to come. <laughs> Like I had to come off mute since, <laughs> because you know, y'all know it's a lot of commotion in my house at this time of night. So I'm I'm learning to do better and be better about muting. You know what I'm saying, but <laughs> motherfucker Curtis, <laughs> this ain't even Curtis. This is this this trellificient <laughs> <laughs> nigga. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: what? The podcaster formula <laughs> known as Curtis. <laughs>
1: What, nigga, Damn. what? No, Curtis is who be showing up for the weekly wind down, and Curtis is who you get a uh, a lot of times for gay side. Uh, who the f- nigga? <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> this nigga? Continue. This nigga continue,
1: yeah, man. continue. Continue. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> what what, what, what <laughs> jar? <in> this <laughs> thing? And I stand you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Woo. What,
0: what, what jarred me about this scene was Kee was going on and on about Eva talking about her bad energy and shit. And I'm like, baby, you saying this without a hint of fucking irony.
2: Listen, you the bad energy bitch. What the hell? <laughs> okay. You've been the bad energy for seasons upon seasons. What is you talking about? <laughs> okay.
0: Like, girl. That baby
2: ain't changed a damn
0: thing. Not a damn. It ain't changed your skin. It ain't changed your energy. It ain't changed nothing. You still the same trash motherfucker, Key. What the fuck did you talk
2: about? Like, damn, all this smoke for somebody you don't even know? Like I said, I get it. You feel a way about what she said, her excuse. But it didn't warrant all of this. Like, Jesus, this was a lot. Mm -hmm. And the the other thing that is interesting to me is that, notice that all of the mess that's going on, Cynthia is involved in some way. Mm -hmm. And we only two episodes in.
1: Listen, Mm -hmm. I am so Fucking glad that Cynthia is going to get exposed this season. It is literally why I'm watching this season. If that wasn't part of the storyline this season, I wouldn't be watching this shit. <laughs> I would leave it to you and Jeremy because last season was stupid.
2: Yeah,
0: It was. I don't opportunity, even remember
2: watching most of last season. I think I watched maybe one episode.
1: Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, we like knowing, yeah knowing that Cynthia is going to get exposed for all the cutthroat, backstabbing, backbiting shit she do. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited because Cynthia been sliding under the radar for a while people just saying she dumb and don't have no backbone those the motherfuckers you have to watch the people that you think are so stupid and unassuming and naive and don't know what's going on they be the one holding the motherfucking puppet strings
0: but it's the same thing we said about Portia her
2: involvement with that favor shit
1: yeah yeah
2: Yep, and it took her, yeah. it took you two see it took you what, a season and a half to recover from that, Portia? hmm To the point where you was mad and lashing out as if you wasn't in the wrong. <laughs> right. But anyway, so then Cynthia meets up with Candy and Eva to find a dress for World Pride in New York. They immediately start talking about Nini, which had me confused, because I'm like, Nini ain't been around. Why is y'all talking about Nini? Why y'all discussing Nini? All right um then they started talking about the barbie bash again mm-hmm. and they confirmed hey, that Jeremy kenya was the one so that
1: exhausted. Uh, <laughs> he should because i
2: too because these mm.
0: bitches are stupid <laughs> they've been rehashing
2: the same shit
0: right and that's what made us check scenes. out last
2: season Right, like y'all are y'all are beating this Barbie bash to death,
0: Jesus. Okay, the Barbie can't Barbie done be, been beat the fuck up. Like, let it let the girl rest. God damn. Mm-hmm.
2: And then Cynthia uh, did not hesitate in throwing Kenya under the bus, confirming that she was the one that brought up the OLG incident
0: mm-hmm. again. Cynthia, in miss, start miss,
3: mm-hmm. Like lovely. I
2: said. Eva had a point about not bringing her kids, but again, your excuse for you being there and not bringing the kids was stupid. Yes, and then Eva started going off about Portia, and I'm like, why does Eva have so much smoke for Portia? Did I miss something? Like she was talking about Portia like she was a dog. Okay. And I was like, damn, Eva, what did Portia do to you?
1: The, yeah, that bitch is being ridiculous. Like I said, like it, this, this not you. You trying really, 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 really hard to adopt the mean girl persona so that you can keep your peach because you are highly uninteresting. I do not remember what your claim to fame was when you came on your debut season. I remember you planning that wedding. And other than that, you don't, you're not interesting. Nope. You are not interesting. You are pretty but i don't feel like you have a true place on reality tv
2: right because reality tv you don't have to be pretty <laughs> you got to be interesting funny something right and your shade is just it's not it's like it, it's it's not bad shade but it's 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 unnecessary and it's forced like jeremy said and mm-hmm. you doing the most time what she just need to sit down and heal from her c-section what girl what girl you is pregnant if you don't shut the fuck up for something
1: and why are you speaking sex? yeah why are you speaking on the next woman's body and what she need to do with like i'm not trying to be funny but what would we have portia do in this time of her nigga being not shit she can't look she can't lay in the bed and eat herself to goddamn death she got a newborn baby to be concerned about mm-hmm. she she can't he he Cheated, left, and asked for the ring back. So we already know he ain't the type to make sure she's straight financially, regardless of what they're going through. So she got to get her ass up and get back to work. Mm-hmm. What is your fucking problem? Why are you so mad at this woman?
2: And this, uh, not to mention, you have a job right now in because Porsche seat. <laughs> you right. took her place on her show temporarily while she funny, was out.
1: You, you're not as good as Porsche at Porsche's job.
2: Which is, ooh, that says a lot. Mm. Like, I don't know what your lane outside outside of modeling is supposed to be, Eva, but I haven't seen it. I don't think you know what it is. And like Candace said, this mean girl girl shit is old.
3: Because you're not
2: even that good at it. It just, it would be one thing if you had a reason to be going at somebody, but you don't. And it's just come across as weird and pressed. For what yeah, I don't very, know.
1: Very pressed, like bringing up the next woman's C-section and all that. And you know the crazy part is, again, I'm just here to drop a little facts on y'all because I have my two male co-hosts, and you know they understand, but they don't really know the process. After a C-section, they tell you to get your ass up and start moving around. You have to get up and start moving. Mm-hmm. You have to move. You can't just lay there in pain. After I had my C-section, I, w- me and London was getting up and we was walking down the hospital hall and shit. They don't even release you from the hospital till you poop. So you, mm. in all of that pain, you got to get up, you got to strain the poop, you got to walk around, then you have to tend to a baby. Portia's doing exactly what any woman who's had a C-section is doing, and that's trying to heal and get back to a sense of normalcy. Y'all are fucking yours. A lot of other women be ridiculous as fuck to other women. And I just do not understand it. Mm. Like, it's just certain digs I'm never going to take at the next woman. And anything about um, a woman's birth and C-section, giving birth, her pregnancy, and so on and so forth. Even with Portia, like we said, Portia knows who Dennis is. But not once on this show have we alluded to the fact that Portia deserves how Dennis has treated her or she's getting what she's getting. We said she knows who this nigga is, but we've we've said she did doesn't deserve to have to go through that, especially it's such an important time in her life. Yeah. So I just don't get the unnecessary digs women take at each other, like that shit Eva is doing. It's very weird.
0: It's very Twitter-esque.
3: Yeah.
2: Very mean girl. Uh, so that's pretty much it with Real Housewives. Before we wrap up, though, I just remember something that we didn't talk about on Black and Crew, and it's along the same lines of what you just said, Candace. The scene with Puma, I believe, Bay, and, and Walt, Walt,
0: when Puma were talking and about Puma oh, went yeah.
2: full Dr. Sebi. Oh,
3: about, yeah. Well, let me
2: tell you about postpartum. See, this is what, and I was like, how are you a whole man trying to give this woman advice about postpartum? Yes.
3: And,
1: and then when I was listening, I wasn't like, first of all, even still, shut the fuck up. Yes. Um. Even if you have done extensive research, if you do not have doctor in front of your name, shut the fuck up about postpartum depression as a man. Um. Because while some stuff was true and how, you know, it takes a while for the body to regulate the hormones again after giving birth and all that. The rest of the shit, he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah,
2: because the only part he knew what he was talking about was the common sense part. Anyone with common sense knows that after a woman has a baby, it takes a long... I mean, from from when they get pregnant uh, until a while after they have the baby, it takes a while for their hormones to get back regulated. And even then, it may not be regulated the way that they used to, and they feel different. But for you to be trying to tell her about her postpartum because y'all trying to get her to date or get some dick while y'all in Cleveland. I was like, what? (sighs) Also,
1: parenthood is a lot to adjust to. And maybe, I don't know, maybe one day Mike and I will do a full in-depth episode of Not So Newlyweds about how we adjusted to parenthood but you don't give a fuck about sex. When you got a newborn, you don't give a fuck about getting back in. And again, Bay's son, Nico is still considered a newborn. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like newborn is like, uh, I don't know the actual age range, but until they stop needing shots every three months, they considered a newborn to Mm me. You don't feel like having fucking sex when you can't, when you trying to get your kid on a fucking schedule when they waking up to eat every two to three fucking hours, you are just happy to be able to take a fucking shower at some point in the day. Mm-hmm. Sex, romance, companionship, that shit is the furthest thing from your mind when you first have a baby. I don't give a fuck if you with your partner or if you single. That shit is the furthest thing from your mind. So stop like, stop doing it. Stop bringing up child... Puma, shut the fuck up.
3: Yes.
0: Like you have been doing so looking good. Looking like
1: a goddamn season. looking like a goddamn eraser. Shut up.
0: <laughs> right. You have been doing so good this season not being a bozo only for you to eventually bring out the bozo. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say
1: that. that. From a I wouldn't man. go there. He's, he's been he's been the bozo, but I the, like I'm to the point where I just expect straight men to have to be bozos. Like even, even the most progressive straight man is more nearly compost than anything mm-hmm. but still a form of trash
3: mm-hmm. and you hate True. to
1: see it but you, it's, it is what it is so i i expected it i just be it still makes me turn my nose up when it happens though right
2: and it's like puma you got your hands full with your bozo ass wife like giving bay uh, advice is not what you need to be doing
1: man quani is a goofball
2: yes Definitely. So, but I just wanted to circle back on that real quick friends. I believe we've done an episode. Yeah. Yep.
1: We have done an episode and um, I feel like next week will be, we'll have an episode, but don't shit really come on Thanksgiving week. Like it's all Thanksgiving shit. Yeah. So like, you know, there might not be a housewives might not be a married to medicine might not be a black ink, so we'll we'll have to keep we an be, eye out on we it. We should
2: be good. We got another week before Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, next week. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you mean yeah, the week after? Week,
1: was, yeah, the week after. I was. Yeah, the week after. It might might not be an episode because they they love to take a Thanksgiving break.
2: Hopefully so, because we plan to at least two thirds of the show be together while we record so hopefully we get something um yeah but you know like i said we got a couple weeks before that we still got another two weeks before thanksgiving um in the meantime you guys don't forget hopefully you got it planned into your budget and on your calendar to get a ticket for the live show we will be doing this shit show live in atlanta on february 29th 2020 in atlanta so it only makes sense for us to be talking about a whole bunch of shit going on in atlanta and then we'll go to atlanta um if y'all come to beat jeremy up we're not gonna hold you we're not gonna let you kill him but you know he said he, he gonna have hands, to he so. gonna <laughs> have
1: to prove he got them hands yes
2: i will say if you try good look okay spicy mm.
1: Ooh.
2: The Moto Jeremy said, "I'm ready to beat niggas up,
0: ASAP."
2: <laughs> you know what?
0: Y'all
1: <laughs> <laughs> <do>, <laughs> 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 Hey, hey. <laughs> <Jeremy> muy caliente. <laughs>
2: listen, Jeremy fighting niggas in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, okay. I'm gonna be while he fighting. I'm gonna be right there with the Shoddy Low ad libs. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)